Hey everyone and welcome to episode 14 of WDW Happy Hour. It is Sunday, October 2nd. My name is Matt and I am joined around the table by my fellow podcast members. Uh, we have Scott, Rob, Holly, and Catherine. And every episode of WDW Happy Hour starts with a segment that we call Topping It Off. It's where one of our... Uh, podcast members. Yeah, like I said... Uh, shares a drink or libation that you can find at Walt Disney World or Disneyland. And Catherine is going to be doing our Topping It Off segment today. So, Catherine. Thanks, Matt. Um, we are going to be going to Disney Springs for this drink. Um, and we're actually going to be going to the Coca-Cola store. Oh, wow. Up on the roof, baby! Um, <laughs> we were here in August and we uh, were able to sample some of the cocktails that they have at the Coca-Cola store up on the roof. Um, and I got a Cherry Coke Ripper, which is Malibu rum, Southern Comfort, Grenadine, and Cherry Coke. Mm, that sounds delicious. It is so delicious. And they serve it with a... Um, striped red straw like so it's like very pretty looking um it's uh if you like it you can really taste the rum in this um it's very rum heavy it kind of reminded me of a rum and coke but just i i love grenadine i love like shirley temples so this is like a i never like, thought of using cherry coke and i'm a big <laughs> well that and that would go well with Captain Southern Comfort, though. Yes. Yeah. That's, it's a great combination, just all the flavors together. Um, and it is a little bit on the expensive scale. I think it's $12. Mm -hmm. um, but That's pricey. It was, it was good, but it wasn't a huge serving either. Um, so this would definitely be probably a stop on a bar crawl. I don't know that I would hang here and pay... Um, you know, $15 for a Long Island cooler, $11 is like the cheapest mixed drink you can get there, which I find pretty ridiculous because you could get, I mean, you could get a beer in Epcot. This for, might be a good, how, how large was it though? Was it a oversized? It was, no, I, I would say solo cup size, a little smaller than a solo cup actually. Okay. It wasn't a cocktail, it wasn't a cocktail a a cup, but it was not as big as a solo cup. I have a photo that I'll post on the Instagram for this episode so you you, okay. you can cool. see it, but it's it's really, it was delicious. Did you find the cherry kind of overpowering? Because it's cherry Coke and then you're adding grenadine, which is more cherry flavoring. No, and I'm not a huge, I'm not one for mixed drinks really. I mean, I love margarita. That's like one of my favorites, but I'm not like if I'm at a wedding, I'm probably gonna be drinking wine or beer. Um, so this was a little out of my comfort zone of what I would typically order, but all of the items there um, at the Coke Lounge obviously have some sort of carbonated Coca-Cola product. What is the actual name of this place? It's called the Coca-Cola Store. And then what's the name of the rooftop bar? Is it just, is, is it just called the Coca-Cola Store Rooftop Bar? Is there a name? Coca-Cola Store Beverage Bar. Beverage bar, okay. And it's an after three menu, so it's after three p.m. You can mm. start to get the alcoholic drinks huh. there. So, and I really, I, I think we've talked about the Coca-Cola store a little bit when we did our trip review, but I really liked it there. I thought yeah, it was the cool. whole, I'll check it out. like it was very, the atmosphere was really cool. I liked 
um, the view that you get of Disney Springs standing on the, the roof there. On the right now you get floor. a really nice view of the uh, freaking Planet Hollywood eyesore right now. <laughs> but when that's done, I guess you're, you'll get a good view of whatever that is going to be. Yep. Hmm. So this might be a good one to like use the ingredients to maybe try at home. If yeah. It's so this seems like an easy. Like, seems doable. What was yeah. it again? It was. Um, it's called the Cherry Coke Ripper, and it's Malibu rum, Southern Comfort, grenadine, and cherry coke. There you go. I think I have all those things. Yeah, I know. I think I have yeah, at least most of those things. But those are e this is an easy uh, copycat to, to do. Yeah. But I've never heard of that as an actual... I mean, it must be a drink that you could order at a bar. But I, I've never heard that, sure. like... I mean, like, similar to the, Jam the, the Irish mule. I mean, obviously, it's something you can order at a bar. But I don't think this is sure. specific to this bar. But it was very good. So... Good one. That was different, yeah. All right, talking news. Sure. Yeah. So news-wise, first story is Disney is working with an advisor on potential Twitter bid. So this is sourced from Bloomberg.com. Uh, Walt Disney Company is working with a financial advisor to evaluate a possible bid for Twitter, according to people familiar with the matter. After receiving interest in discussing a deal, Twitter has started a process to evaluate a potential sale. So it goes on. This is a really lengthy article. Uh, if it's so, what are the nuts and bolts? Is that Disney's perhaps looking to buy Twitter? That's it. Yeah. Um, Jack Dorsey, the chief executive officer of Twitter, is on the board of Disney, and it. The article talks about how Bob Iger is basically a mentor to this Jack Dorsey. So there is some connection yeah. there already existing. Um, so what is the what is the implication you think for this? What does it mean for Twi if if this were to happen hypothetically? What does this mean for Disney? What does this mean for Twitter? So it, the article talks maybe this. The author says with Disney's largest business, cable TV, losing viewers and facing more competition from online video services, Geiger has uh, Geiger. Iger has invested in technology-related me media businesses, including the Hulu video streaming service, digital media company Vice, and Major League Baseball's BAM Tech, which provides the platform for online video services such as HBO Now. Uh, see, I don't, I don't think this is good. I don't think this is good as a Twitter user or a Disney fan. I mean, really, if it's truly just an acquisition and everything's going to stay the same, then it doesn't really matter. Right. I mean, but if, if it's going to be like Disney Twitter, I think that's a problem. I can't I don't imagine think it's it going, going to, to that. Yeah. I, the speculation I've heard, too, is that, again, Iger sees the, the handwriting on the wall of they're losing subscribers to ESPN from cable cutters. Mm -hmm. And they need to develop a mechanism to deliver these streaming now, which would become streaming services. Mm -hmm. So whether that's ESPN mm -hmm. and all their family of channels, channels that they have right. between ABC family and all those different things. I think, you know, it's funny because Twitter has been live streaming the Thursday night football games. Mm -hmm. And I actually watched it on there to see what it's like. And it, it's... It was just flawless. Seamless. Yeah, I mean, it was just like you're watching. You could have easily put it on your TV. Huh. It just, yeah. And it was free. You didn't need anything. Like, it was just, it was right at the top of Twitter. Oh, see, I, 
having not known that and only knowing Twitter as basically a... Right, I thought it was weird too. Yeah, it, a me either a mechanism for just, you know, tweeting, you know, social networking. So or, this, you know, this seems like it's aiming from Twitter more as a media outlet for yes. online rather than the actual the social traditional media. social media part of Twitter that we're accustomed to. I'd be interested to see how many people um, tune in, and I, I, that's probably not a publicly available metric, but like tuned into that Thursday Night Football. Like through Twitter, like how many people? Yeah, and right. I'm sure that the Disney reps are, you know, privy to that information and are seeing that and being like, oh, well, maybe we could use that. So that I think that makes sense. But another another interesting. I I didn't realize how much Twitter was worth. So they have a market value of sixteen billion. And how much is Disney worth total? Well, you know? it it I don't know that. Um, the, what. The, that's yeah. a, a crappy question to ask someone <laughs> on the spot. Oh, hey, do you know? <laughs> I didn't know if it's it no, well, it, more it, than to, that. To, to give you a perspective, it does. So they're saying Twitter's sixteen billion. The acquisition with ABC was nineteen billion, and in two thousand six, the acquisition of Pixar was only seven point four. So this is more than double Pixar. Pixar. Okay, which is it? Which is interesting. I mean. That makes sense I, to me because Pixar only well, has so much reach, you know, they're, sure. they're an animation company. True. Yeah. But yeah, it, that's interesting. I don't know is. if that'll it, come it, to fruition, but that's, right. it's kind of weird. It's a I mean, subtle reminder of the power of Disney. Right. Yeah. Right. They're there. <laughs> don't forget that Disney is a giant, not just in entertainment, yeah, like right. in all, a lot of aspects of things. So. Well, Bob Iger is always yeah. uh, on the pulse. Uh, like, I, I feel like he is true visionary. Like, he's not just keeping Disney afloat like many other heads of Disney have done in the past. Um, but he's he's setting Disney up to be better than it was when he took over. I'm a little disappointed he didn't give you the inside word he on did. this. He did. We just couldn't, we couldn't oh, totally, release totally it. Totally I know. Like, okay. We were like, well, oh, well, I guess we'll keep it hush-hush yeah. right yeah. now, well, That's Bob. fair. That's fair. You had to protect your source. Yes, right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, so that's interesting. Um, second news story is to celebrate the 45th anniversary of Walt Disney Resort, there's a bunch of new special offers for pass holders, and this also extends to DVC. Nice. So they don't make mention of that in, in the um, Disney Parks blog post about this, mm -hmm. but it's also for DVC. So they extended 20% um, off to a bunch of food um, and non-alcoholic beverages at 45 participating theme park and resort hotel restaurants. Mm, okay. Yeah. And this, where can you find this list? Just um, If... The list is available on the Parks blog, um, which was posted to our Facebook page yesterday. Okay, cool. So if you, if so you, you go to use our Facebook that, page. Yeah, mm -hmm. use that link. And then there's several different links to the table services. Um, it's also, they extended a 20% off to Disney-owned and operated merchandise locations. Hmm. So nice. nice and I'm thing. sorry, and how long is this valid through, does it say? It doesn't say. No, it's like, it kind of seems like indefinitely, which is... It, <laughs> which it, means they can stop it at any time. Well, true, but they could really stop a lot of programs at any time, sure. but... To give you, again, this... So, and also, if you're you're purchasing a new annual pass, they're giving you 13 months instead of 12. <sighs> yeah, and it's only new ones. It's not renewals, oh, which yeah. stinks. Yeah, and the new, pa the new passes must be purchased between October 2nd 
and January 3rd, 2017. So there is an end date to that okay. particular. That's um, really cool. Say, Especially like this month. time oh. of year when you could go to food and wine I twice know. on one annual pass. Like if I know yep. I'm going this October, maybe I'd want to go next October. You know, like some of our friends who don't go all the time, but they might really like food and wine and, and go back next year. This is a great great deal yeah that's awesome I mean, really great deal and i do have the answer to the question so that the discounts go through september 30th 2017 oh wow oh, very oh wow so the long so a year mm -hmm. a year yeah it got announced uh yesterday that's pretty cool it's so, a good time to be a pass holder guys yeah <laughs> really which brings is. up the, the bigger point are i guess is is disney seeing lower attendance a lower attendance or just Money sure. being Boy, it doesn't, doesn't feel, feel like, like it. Yeah. Feel like it. it certainly doesn't. Man. But usually you would think uh, incentives like this correlate with lower attendance. Because like, they wouldn't have to offer you these incentives if they weren't trying to draw people in. Right. Or spend money. Right. So you don't... You know, our pass holders going and then they're not eating. Buying. And right. Yeah. They're just... Oh, that's a good point. I just saw that on my own too. Look yeah. at you. Look at you. That's why. That's why you're on on here, Rob. Yeah. For quick thinking. I mean, like they that. have they have to have all these metrics. They have oh, to see absolutely. that. You know, that, yeah. uh, the pass average holders pass spend holders spends this, this percentage less to, to the. Well, I think we have had several experiences where even though the parks have been crowded, there have been some restaurants that haven't been quite as full. I mean, when we ate at the oh, Nine Dragons, uh, Nine, Dragons Nine Dragons was fairly empty. When we ate at Skipper Canteen that one time, that wasn't extremely crowded. No, not at all. We were like the only ones in there. But so I mean, it was are. closing, but, yeah, well, I guess we, that's but we were the only yeah, ones in there are. that late. But I think another thing is that they're, I mean, I think we'll really see. We're going down, if we haven't mentioned, we are going to be there this time next week. Um and I think we'll really be able to see like the crowd levels up from a different like non-summer months because really the last time we were there was May mm -hmm. and, time, and then we've been in the summer a few times and it's always crowded when kids are out of school. So I think we'll, I feel like we'll get a real true reading this next time when we're down because then we were down there for the marathon and at the, that's a huge time of year. A lot of people go down for yeah. the marathon. So, yep, but... That's it's good. It's good to be a pass holder. If you're considering going more than a few times a year, geez, pass holder is really the way to go. We figured out the number of days at one point. I don't remember Isn't what it, it is now. The, the the conventional wisdom is if you're not if you're buying a brand new pass and you don't have discounts through either DVC or Florida um, residency. Florida or... residency is if you're going to do two five day park hoppers. It's cheaper to buy the annual pass, right? There okay. you go. So you know, I mean, you could buy a ten-day pass, and it's, but it has that fourteen-day 14 window. Expiry. So if you do the two separate five days, it's cheaper. So to if you're do gonna them. do that or anything more, you're better off getting an annual pass. Correct. There you go. Yep. This is good knowledge. Yeah. All right. So our last one. This is just short, just to put it out there for people. Um, the. Muppet Show at the Magic Kingdom mm -hmm. opened today, the second. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then also at the Magic Kingdom, Stitch's Great Escape moves to seasonal operation. Oh, so the, the last full day of uh, daily operations was yesterday, October 1st, with its scheduled opening on November 19th for the busy holiday week. 
It will then close again on November 27th, reopening again on December 17th for the Christmas and New Year week. During each, uh, even during those seasonal openings, the operating hours will be restricted to 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Do you guys feel like you should get on it now? I feel now like I probably should. Nope. Have you ever been on it? I've yeah. never been on it. Once. Mm -hmm. so. Oh, right. You did all yeah. the yeah. rides. It's lame. It's awful. It's, it's, it's horrific. Awful. I'm okay. It's horrific. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. The chili dog, horrible. It's horrible. It's not. The I chili mean, dog <laughs> smell makes me sick. The seats are terrible. This, I don't think that they're, it's as abysmal of a ride as you painted. I mean, it's not a good ride. It's definitely one of my least favorites, but it's not like abysmal i think it is what's worse Audios. yeah what is what is worse what is a worse ride i thought that was the ride no nothing i think decided. that's the worst <laughs> yeah, ride. yeah 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 i i have to ride it just to see and matt I, hates journey into imagination uh, yeah you do every time you're like what we just got on this and i was like we haven't been here in two it months. is certainly not a a ride that i feel i need to go on every time we're there okay no. But Stitch is a ride that I feel like I never have to go on any time we're there. <laughs> like if you do it once, right. <laughs> just out of curiosity, I think everyone... Morbid curiosity. Yeah. What if I ride it and I'm like, man, guys. It's my favorite. <laughs> that would... well, that's kidding. an interesting <laughs> perspective. <laughs> Bye, guys. This, um, But this lends some validation to the rumor of the it being replaced with the Wreck-It Ralph attraction. Yeah, which would so, be awesome. It's a, It's a... Um, deceivingly large space. Sure. Because you know what? It's you know what's big? The um the queue area is really big because right. they have an extensive pre-show. Yeah. So they they filter you into the pre-show. It's similar to the monster uh, monsters Inc. laugh floor yeah. where you have the pre-show while you're waiting, and then you're in the theater, and then the next huge group goes in. It's really, I mean, it does eat up a lot of people, but. Yeah, those seats are not the most comfortable. I do love Wreck-It Ralph, so I'd yeah, be all it, for that. I love that movie. It makes perfect sense. They're, they just announced the second one, so I could see them tying that opening to the release of the movie that, or something. That fits yeah. in, in Tomorrowland, I mean. Yeah, it's video games. Video I mean, games, yeah. I, it's it's <laughs> technology. It's... It, it, it works. It's not it's not that much of a stretch. No, it's not. It, I, I don't. I'm all for it. I'm all oh, for good. it. Okay. <laughs> So Good, we'll go ahead and do it. That, I had a 10-year-old at school that actually just went down to Walt Disney World, and he went on Stitch. He came yeah. back. He's like, Mrs. Wozniak, that ride sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, Good thinking, the kid. Ten, the 10-year-olds yeah. have it. Maybe if you'd have listened to the podcast, you'd have known that, and you wouldn't have made a dumb decision. Uh, yeah, I think wasn't that our, our ride that we said we would all replace? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, that's it for news. Okay. All righty. So our main topic this week is going to be, we're going to talk about dining a little bit and kind of, we had a request that people want to kind of get to know us a little bit better. And I think this is a good peek into each of our preferences. Um, and we are going to talk about full service dining, also known as sit down and also quick service dining. And we're all going to talk about our favorites in each of those categories. Um, so, do you uh, want to start with quick serve or do you want to start let's with Let's start there? quick serve first. Okay. Cool. Quick. Sure. Holly, do you want to start it off? <laughs> sure. What's your favorite? Um, my favorite is over in Animal Kingdom. and Oh, I <laughs> forgot about that one. <laughs> really? Let's, wow. let's hear what it is. Um, I'm going to go with the flame tree. Yeah. Barbecue. That's yeah. a good one. Actually, I can't take credit for this. 
my brother, mm-hmm. when we went down with them the one summer, it's one of William's favorites, and he got me totally hooked on it. Um, I don't have the menu in front of me, but I know they do have like a pork, pulled pork sandwich that's really, really good, and that's what I usually get. Um, and then they also have a slab of ribs. Yeah, you could do a yeah, platter of ribs and um, a half chicken. Yeah, you know. yeah or you can do, or you can do like, can't you just do just ribs? Do you have? Yeah, to yeah, the, certainly. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely recommend going there. Um, I know our a coworker of mine went down there, and I definitely recommended go eat some barbecue at Flame Tree. What she um, think, or he? He loved it. He absolutely loved it. And what I also like about it too is you can sit down. And the scenery, you got the water. There's different pavilions you can sit under. It's, I don't know, it's kind of relaxing. You know what I always remember? The birds. Yeah, uh, the birds that like walk around, around and it says don't yeah. feed them and people do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. It was a little piece of trivia. that um, Those little pavilions are all have to do with like the ecosystem. And like if you look at the woodwork, it's about like, this bird eats this bug, eats this <laughs> algae. Like, like there's like a story of like the, f- um, the food chain essentially, right. and that's like the story of flame tree. Mm-hmm. And that's also this is a really good PSA for anybody who goes to Disney a lot and does their own thing. Well, the first time we went with Rob and Holly, they were like, we always eat at flame tree, and we were like, huh. We've never eaten a flame tree. <laughs> and it was something that we tried and we really like now. And so that's like kind of a, you know, listen to the people you're with. Give things that they like a shot because like we probably would have eaten at Pizza Fari. And that is nothing special, <laughs> let me tell you. It's definitely like my go-to at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, it's um, the best. It, it's, yeah, it's the best at Animal so, Kingdom. And, I, and for those who go there, um, there's a lot of different seating options that aren't immediately visible. Yeah. Like you can see the ones that when you're at the counter and you can kind of see to the left, but there's a little path that leads down towards the water and there's a bunch more options. And they often have uh, photo opportunities with characters that kind of Oh my gosh, hang out yeah, that's I a got, really good point. Like the Jungle Baloo. Book characters. Yeah, I got Baloo and Louie. King Louie. We're down there and Holly and I were, we were by ourselves with them. They were just standing behind us, and it was like, okay, we'll get a photo. The pavilion wasn't even crowded. I think it was us and like maybe there was another family. Yeah, another family. So I kind of jumped on that opportunity. Just to give you, so I pulled up the full menu. So entrees include a full uh, slab of ribs, uh, chicken, pork sandwich, combo, some salads. So yeah, it's it's really good, and you can buy the sauces online. Mm-hmm. Which is actually, if you go over to Animal Kingdom, the mm-hmm. actual the lodge. the lot Animal Kingdom Lodge. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, I know in their gift shop for my brother for Christmas, since he loves Animal Kingdom, he loves Flame Tree. They actually sell the barbecue sauce and the actual rub. Okay. Nice. That yeah, they the use at the gift shop at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So. Yeah, it's it's definitely a really really it, it's. It's a little bit more unique too. I'm, I'm sure most of these choices are going to be unique. We're not picking the place where you just get chicken fingers and <laughs> uh, you know burgers and Disney pizzas. Cosmic yeah. you mean? Oh That's gosh! Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh heck yeah! All right. Well, Rob, do you want to go next and talk sure. about your fave? So I might take yours. I'm not sure. Um, 
I'm gonna go to the Magic Kingdom and Columbia Harbor House. You son of a b! Oh, you too. Yeah, I would have. I would have gone with that one probably as well. Yeah. So this is, and I never even knew this was a restaurant. I think until you guys told mm -hmm. us about this. So it's, um, it's in Liberty Square, um, outside. How would you? Haunted just, Mansion. Yeah, Haunted Mansion. Fantasyland and Liberty yeah. Square. Next so, to Memento Mori. Yeah, Memento Mori is right there. Yeah. So this is. Um, I guess you could consider it New England fair. Yes. Um, yeah. For, you know, mm -hmm. um, a lot of seafood, lobster rolls, fried shrimp, um, baked fish. Um, tuna melt's really good. Yeah, the tuna. Uh, anchors, anchors away. away. Two best sandwiches. Which yeah. The anchors away sandwich was a tuna sandwich, and the lighthouse sandwich is really good too, with the hummus, uh, tomato, and broccoli slaw. Yeah. So if you want, th this is a good if you want something really healthy. You could do. Yeah, this is definitely a little bit healthier than the fried food you're going to see. Or you could, I, I wouldn't like, say I, really healthy. No, no but I'm saying there's healthier. healthy options. Yeah, yeah. That are you can. The not broccoli. A well, and then they have like the broccoli slaw and the broccoli salad, which is like huge yeah. portions. And um, I always feel like this is a good place to go if you need a decent sized meal for lunch. Yeah. Yep. It's because it's yeah, it, it usually fills me up for lunch. Mm -hmm. I like it too because a little secret is if you go upstairs, there's the walk, uh, the the room that sits over the walkway, uh, and you wouldn't even know people are in there, which is really cool. And it's usually quieter. It's you a little kinda, darker. Yeah, you could kind of like relax just when it's really yeah. hot. We watched and, the electrical parade from Yeah, you could, yeah. Yeah. At night, yeah. So, it's, it's just a good a people good... watching spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got some fun trivia involving the Columbia Harbor House. Sure. I don't know how fun it really is, but <laughs> as you all know, or for people who don't know, there are technically no bathrooms in uh, Liberty Square because there wasn't indoor plumbing during colonial times and uh, Disney has themed it to be as such. However, if you go into um, Columbia Harbor House, there are obviously bathrooms in there, and cast members will tell you that the bathrooms are technically in Fantasyland, in, in fantasy although they're not. <laughs> they're in. Be, it could be behind Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah. it could Where be. They are. On the, if, if you're looking at the building on the left side, yeah, I mean, I guess it could be in yeah. Fantasyland. I think it it's a right. good bridge. I mean, like, it, that's really, like, the border. Yep. I feel like they're gerrymandering the <laughs> the uh, areas just yeah. to fit. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's my favorite too. So that I love Columbia Harbor House. Yeah, good choice. Good choice. Thanks, Scott. I will not if uh, if I'm not going with Columbia Harbor House, I'm going with one in Epcot, um, which is pull it up here the actual name the yorkshire county fish shop i knew you were going to oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you do and, love this you know i i love getting <laughs> the fish and chips at columbia harbor house but then i had these fish and chips the last time and i'm never going back because this is i mean to columbia harbor house for fish and chips because this was amazing i know you said oh my gosh how have i not gotten this every single time you and then an you, and then you were like, but then we're going to be back next time. It's going to be food and wine. And how am I going to choose a thing you can get all year round when food and wine's happening? Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a new favorite for me. And I've only ever been there once now. So Yeah, that's great. That is a good one. Um, I Rob had mine. I didn't have a. I did not Do have a backup in place. Oh, I have. I have a backup. So yeah, but you go first because I want to look up some information while you talk. 
Unless okay. you take mine too. <laughs> well, <laughs> then I'm screwed. You, I might, um, but I might not. So I'm in Epcot too. Um, and my fave, I really love the, the Cantina de San Angel. Oh, interesting. Um, it, I thought you were going somewhere else. What did you think I was going to pick? I don't want to take it in case he takes it. Okay. So I'll say after. You don't get two. I know, but <laughs> but I don't I don't want you to... Okay. Um, this is in the Mexican Pavilion. The Mexican Pavilion is probably my favorite place <laughs> in Disney World in totality. I love, I love that pavilion. Um, and I think the cantina is a nice addition to it and i i really like the food there because it's really like truly a, it's a quick service good for nachos their nachos are really really good um and also you have a pretty nice view i think all of our spots we've chosen have kind of like each had like a, a more unique oh, yeah. view. Like you're not sitting inside and just like staring at a wall. You have a some sort of plus there. Uh -huh. um, this place is open late too, which I think is a huge advantage. I know last year during Food and Wine, we had one night where we just kind of all sat there and it was dead. I probably wouldn't go here during the heat of the lunch rush hour but their food's really good. I, I'm a huge fan of their nachos. And I think I like this place so much also because I'm not crazy about either of the restaurants that are in Mexico. I, I don't really like either of them. I've had bad experiences at both. Um, so I would say that it, it's a nice, it's a nice uh, go-to for, for good Mexican food that will add you to your experience. I don't remember it being phenomenally expensive. No, either. it's very, I think the nachos, I, I don't even want to name a price, but they're, I mean, it was reasonable and we split them with like, you know, five people. Yeah. So there, it's like a huge mountain of nachos. But another thing, like Holly's location, the birds. There are a lot of birds there. The storks will stand <laughs> on the edge of that patio and just uh, look at you until you give them a nacho. So... <laughs> Beware of Don't give them a nut. <laughs> yeah. Do birds. not feed the birds. Tons uh, of bags. So my backup um, is one that I think you're probably going to be kind of surprised, Catherine, because we haven't eaten here often, but it's one that thinking about it, I'm like, we should eat here more often because I really like it. And it's Sunshine Seasons is in that Epcot. It, that's Rob? good. I didn't and say that's at the, uh, that. And good. that's in the land pavilion. And the oh, reason, the yeah. main reason that I like um, Sunshine Seasons, and it almost seems like a cop-out because it's it's technically really like a food court because there's four different stations, much like you would get in some of the, um, uh, what it, like, uh, the Pops and, and the Pops. The, the Values. The Value Resorts. <laughs> so, like, there's four different stations, and there's a lot of variety, which I think is its biggest strength. Um, you've got things like Asian stir fry, you've got some salad options, you can get a salmon, you can get pork chops, fish tacos, which I love, yep. which I got last time I was there. Mongolian beef's there. Yeah. Mongolian yes, beef's there. Is. So it really, if you have a big family or, you, or you're with a group that everyone kind of has different tastes, there's really something for everyone there. My only major knock on this is that the seating area yeah. does get a, you know, a bit hectic. Especially yeah, during lunchtime, during prime hours, it can get pretty insane. So I would recommend if you're with a large group and you have someone that could save a table while someone else is ordering food, I think that's the best way to do it because 
you might be hard pressed to find a table in that area. Fun fact, this was the first place I went to as an adult in Disney when I met up with you guys on my first trip down there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. nice. Got the salmon, it was That's delicious. That's definitely another Robin Holly one that we really never ate there much. Uh, and I know you guys had the dining plan the one time and yeah. you ate there and I was like, this looks really, really good. I, I like it, I like it a lot. And again, her brother was the one that mm -hmm. pointed it out to us. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> the fish tacos are really good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that whole area, though, is a general cluster. Like, I feel like logistically, oh. <laughs> the land pavilion is always like you're bumping into someone. Like, you, you want to just go down the escalator by Soren. Everyone's going to Soren. So, it, and then you have to go all the way around. Yeah, that, that is a little bit of a hectic area. Yeah, it's certainly Matt, not. A, yeah, well, no, go ahead. What you said, it does get like crazy busy, crazy packed mm -hmm. in there so if you kind of go before it gets a little crazy yeah or, or after or yeah. after but you I, know I, sometimes you know you're hungry and it's lunch time and and yeah. you're there with you know how many other people so you just but yeah if you can plan ahead i totally agree it's, but it's not like columbia harbor house where you said like oh you can go upstairs and it's kind of like quiet like i've never been at sunshine Se sunshine seasons and it's been like it hasn't been super busy yeah. so if you're looking for a lunch option that you're trying to get away from the crowds. This yeah, isn't the no. place. But if you're looking for a place that has a lot of options, then definitely check out Sunshine Season. And air conditioning. Yeah, yes. and it's indoors. So trying to get <laughs> Which out is heat. a major, major thing. Yeah, so that's that's mine. All so right. everyone did their Everyone did quick their quick service, yeah. Good job, everyone. Good now, job. Now, on to sit-down restaurants. You want to start us off, Holly? I feel like there's going to um, be some overlap here, too. Yes, I agree. <laughs> and um, I feel like Rob's going to steal my damn... Well, why do you want to go reverse? You want, you want no, because I just talked for a really long time. I'm so tired now. <laughs> I you can want, start if you want. Um, I'll have Rob, and then I'll go after Rob. There you go. Oh, I okay. Have, go I'm, ahead. I'm trying to decide between two right now. <laughs> go ahead, my, Rob. Mine, this is, I've said it a million times, sorry, Matt, but it's my favorite. Look at, what is <laughs> it? Disney <laughs> Springs. <laughs> Go out with it. I know what it is, you've been. Morimoto Asia. Yeah. Um, sorry. Was that your choice, Matt? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It totally was. <laughs> this is <laughs> like when somebody lands on Boardwalk first, and you're like, I wanted Boardwalk. Uh, no, I'm not that guy. I'm the guy who's taking all the cheap ones. Give me New York Avenue. So I'm going to find my New York Avenue while you talk, Boardwalk. Okay. So it's, um, I, we've talked about it quite a bit. It's just the ambiance. The food, like the food, the freaking food is so good. The, the drinks we did, I did a topping it off of the sake sangria, delicious. Oh, yeah. The Forbidden Lounge, if you go for late nights. Um, I am not the biggest raw sushi fan, but their spicy tuna roll is absolutely incredible. Like, I could just eat two of those rolls like anytime, <laughs> anywhere. What sort They're of options just... are there for those of us who are not sushi oh, fans? Oh, well, there's God. it's, there's it's fusion everything. too. I mean, okay. you yeah. can get general oh, sauce, yeah. you can get yeah. lo mein. I mean, it's there's Chinese, there's Japanese. Okay, so it's not exclusively style, sushi. Right? When we went, yeah, yep. yeah. Oh my gosh, and that was like such a great experience. If you're going for your first time and you're with a few people who like you're willing to just like split a few things because that's what we did and it was i really felt like i got to taste a lot of different things on the menu yeah. and it was so good it's very extensive the menu is extensive and that yes. that sounds like i'm like it's a little overwhelming at first which i'm not using as a negative because 
Every, and sure. we went two different times. We went, and then I was like, I cannot wait to go. I had such a great experience. I can absolutely not later, we wait to go back. <laughs> we went back two weeks later, and I was like, we have to eat at Morimoto's. And that time I said, oh my God, I just want to try. Even though I had such a... Uh, the temptation to just have the same thing I had before because I knew, knew it was great. It. I was like, no, I have to branch out. And then all the new stuff I tried <laughs> was also amazing. And, just, and the next time I go back, I'm going to try some new stuff too. Um, what would I have that was so good? Oh, the, the spare ribs are... Yeah, that's, that's definitely, like, if you were picking the greatest hits, mm. the spare ribs are, like, the thing to order at Morimoto if you want to know what the best... Say that, uh, churro fondue. Oh, oh my the deal. Lord. Yes. <laughs> the churro fondue was the most amazing dessert I have ever had, and I do not really like churros. <laughs> what a strange thing at an Asian place. <laughs> that's like, what I was sitting here thinking. They make yeah. their own churros. And then they make their own cream hazelnut spread. Hazelnut spread. In a tube. And it's in a tube like toothpaste. And, and, it's, and vanilla cream. And a up. vanilla cream dipping sauce, which was, I could have just <laughs> taken a shot of that. It was so it's good. Incredible. It's incredible. It's so good. The nice thing about it is I'm looking at the menu again and the prices, like, it's really good for just sharing things. Yes. Just, yes. You know, totally. you're, you're not investing like $40 into some meal and it's like, oh. Maybe everybody doesn't like it, but just go and just order a bunch of things and, yeah. and be adventurous too. Agreed. There. This is a great place to go with a decently large group um, that doesn't mind sharing food. That you can all get a little something and and try any of the really really great options. So. And I think we talked about this in our Club Thirty Three episode, but this is another place where you can really trust. So like if you're like on the fence about ordering something that you wouldn't, you would really need to have some, the place would have to have some credibility for you to order it. This is a great, great, great place to do that. Oh, and also you can, they have a- It's a you, glass kitchen. It's a glass yeah, kitchen. Yeah, you can just, see yeah, right into it being prepared, which isn't for everyone, but I'm so fascinated <laughs> by that. And also they do a lot of things like they're peeking ducks. Peeking ducks are all hanging <laughs> in the in the window. Which, again, this might be a, a turnoff for some people, but I, I love it. I think it's so great. I think that it's a two-story building and I can't say enough great things about Morimoto. And I cannot wait to go back and now I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. Is this someplace you plan yeah, I'm on actually going really for, hungry for this particular trip? Uh, I still have not been there. If we can fit it in, I would. It's tough with food and wine. It is. It's so hard with food and wine. I don't know. It's a commitment, Morimoto, because I. (laughs) It is like a food food baby afterwards. Yeah, it really is. I mean, you're going to be there in January. Make a reservation for January. I'm not doing it by myself. Well, we can. We'll we'll figure something out. We'll get you to Morimoto one way or another. Yeah, it's it's so good. All right. So next up, Scott or Holly? I got mine. All right, I'm going to go to the Magic Kingdom. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to do the Skipper Canteen. Oh. Wow. Oh, you That's my favorite. That was actually really... Your food looked so good. Skipper Canteen is really good now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah I know. Because I was like, oh, there's nothing in... We were chatting about it on the ride over here, and I was like... Oh, there's nothing in Magic Kingdom. Be our guest. Uh, be our guest. Yeah, and and we Cinderella's had, Royal Table. And but we I had any in any either of those. And then I was like, um, oh my God, there's Skipper Canteen. And you were like, oh yeah. But, oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, the menu itself, like a lot of the food, it's like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like you wonder, but um, I had, what did I have? I had the pork. Oh, so good. 
Um, what is that? <laughs> that looked really good. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Their drink choices um, mm. were really great. I mean, obviously, bubble there's teams. no alcohol. Right. But the bubble drinks were, were really, really good. Our waiter. Oh, so good. He was amazingly awesome. Robert, Robert for listening. Yep. <laughs> we, we loved you. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, there's something, I think, for, I mean, everyone. I mean, you can certainly, if you want to step out of your box and try new things, this is definitely, I think, a restaurant you can do that. Mm -hmm. um, but looking at the menu, I mean, everything looks amazing. I, yeah. mean, I think it's they, reasonably priced yeah. too. I think they I had think. the lamb chops, and they were really good. Yeah. And the yeah, yeah the char sweet tar sweet pork char That's sweet what I had, yeah. pork is what you had, and there. Yeah. Oh, that looked so good. I had a salad, a steak salad, oh. and it was oh, amazing. Oh, Doctor Falls. That's what it's, yeah. it's the Doctor no, Falls. A lot of steak salad. Oh really? Doc, there's a Doctor Falls grilled steak. Uh, oh yeah, it's a might, salad. Is that what I had? Yeah, I or you had the chimichurri. Whatever had the chimichurri yeah, is yeah, what yeah. Scott had. And the you know, I think the best part about Skipper Canteen was the the dining experience for me. I mean, it's more memorable than just sitting down and having a meal. Think like uh, if you've ever been to Fifties Prime Time, it's a mm -hmm. similar like you get. Like, there's a, a theme, like, your waiter is acting a certain way. So, it's very jungle cruisy. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I if actually, I was going to be a, a waiter there, I'd, I'd be all over that. Mm -hmm. so, go ahead. Um, I was going to say, like, when we went to Animal Kingdom and we did the um, the Tiffin's Lounge or the mm -hmm. Nomad Lounge, I kind of didn't feel like I was in a park. Skipper Canteen kind of reminds me of that. Mm -hmm. Like, I, it kind of takes me out of the Magic Kingdom, like, of the busyness of the park. Yeah. So. Oh, it yeah, puts you in an experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good so. point. And that's a really, that's very yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, like you're immersed in the theme. Yeah, much the like ride. if you were on a ride, like you're not thinking, like if you're on a ride, you're not thinking like I'm in the Magic Kingdom in Disney World. You're thinking <laughs> right. I'm on Space Mountain right, right now, right. and that's that's a good point. That's mm -hmm. that's a really good point. And they have that um, congaloosh dessert, which is freaking heavenly looking. The uh, Chocolate cake with caramelized bananas and wow. caramel ice cream. <laughs> Get me that now. This is a big mistake for me not to have eaten before. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh. What are you talking about? We had brunch. We had a late brunch. It's been a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> I had Cheerios. <laughs> when we oh, went what? there, this was strictly walk up. It was not, not anymore, though. Anymore. That's changed, right? Correct. When, when did that change? Soon Shortly after, after we, we recorded left. that. Yeah. Podcast. That's what I thought. That's Sweet. that's an improvement. I'm glad. Yeah, totally. So definitely make a reservation. Great. Give it a try. Choice. Great. Yeah, choice. and it's. It, I mean, the theming of that restaurant mm -hmm. is really fun too. Like when you walk in the lobby, they have Alberta Falls and Albert Falls, and even the seating area when you wait for your table to be called, they have like the really high back, like very like it's almost like an Englishman in India, like type <laughs> chairs. It's very, uh, you know, the the. The time of the Jungle Cruise. It's it's really I I like that restaurant so much. It's a good one. All right, Scotty, you want to go? Yeah, I'm I'm sure I'll I'll take yours. <laughs> but uh, it is my favorite restaurant, La Cellier. Yep, that's mine. There goes my second. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> to be honest with you, Skipper Canteen was my second, so I was getting a little worried here. But uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, last. this is this is a place we went here after the marathon. I think all of us did, mm -hmm. um, just as a refuel. Uh, but I I almost feel like a trip is incomplete if I don't go and have a meal at Le Cellier once. For, yep. for me, it's just the pinnacle of Disney dining. 
uh, everything that I've had there, which, you know, it's hard for me not to get the filet, but... Why, yeah, why, why, get why not? Else? Yeah, I mean, it's the best. It, it's the best. The risotto, the pretzel so bread, good. from it's beginning so to end, that freaking menu is amazing. It's about as expensive as it comes in Disney dining, um, but right. it's worth it. It's worth every penny of it. You know, I will also say that... We went, we've gone a few times where it's just been like, you know, like us and we get our thing. We don't really share. We went last October with a pretty big group mm -hmm. um, and there were a lot of other things that we ordered and kind of shared and we got the poutine. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. The French mm -hmm. onion poutine was so 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 good my first food coma ever that it's so amazing and then they had just the regular poutine which was really good i always i laugh when i think about that my my best friend was down there when she was pregnant and she like couldn't even think about food and she was like i know i won't be sick if i just have poutine so like we always make fun of her that we went to la Cellier and she just had poutine but it, it's wow. so, it's really good <laughs> But her husband had the filet and he liked it, so I guess that's all that matters. I dream about that filet. It's fun. always cooked so perfectly. The and risotto. You know, oh, so man. Another good thing, like, it seems like all these places, that's off the the path. Yes. So, like, it, you know, you're on your own down there. It's, it, it's in the Canada Pavilion, but you take that little walkway by that garden and it's kind of just, like, secluded down there and mm -hmm. it's... Yeah, it's a great experience. It's, it's great. Yep. And I, the first time I ever walked in there, I could just tell when I walked into the dining room, I'm going to love this <laughs> restaurant. I, I knew it. I like, I like the dark, the feeling of the cellar, like that. That, it, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, so I can't good. say enough good things about it. So that's that's definitely my my favorite. And for those who don't speak French, of course, that means the celery. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> celery. It checks out. <laughs> I'm anxious to hear yours. Oh, I know mine now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm surprised you didn't think of this. I just thought of it too, like I, and it was like such Matt's a it was place. such a home run for like the well the and I talked about it a lot. Do you want me to go? Yeah, go for it. I got it queued up. This is, and I can't believe I didn't think of it. I literally had to Google sit down restaurants in Walt Disney World, <laughs> oh and I gosh. and I like was scrolling through, and I was like, oh my god, how did I forget this? My choice is in the Contemporary Resort, oh. and it's one that Catherine and I have eaten dinner there. I know everyone else has at least been to the bar. Mm -hmm. It's the wave, wow. dot, 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 of American flavors. <laughs> I love this place. Um, the wave does, that's the full thing. It's called I, the wave of American flavors. And dot, dot, dot is written out three yes, words. Dot, yeah, dot, you have dot. to pronounce dot, dot, dot. Um, they do... Um, Market-inspired, sustainable food. Um, they are open for breakfast. I've only eaten dinner there, um, and I think they have a breakfast buffet. If I'm, uh, you guys, fact check me on that one. I've never eaten breakfast at the Wave, but the dinner is awesome. I love the ambiance of that place. The service is great. Um, I've had the uh, lamb shank, which is really good. They have awesome bread that they bake on site. And they've got a lot of wines if you're a wine person. And I know that the Epiphany Gypsy wine is exclusive to the Wave. Hmm. And it's just they have a lot of interesting, uh, a lot of interesting entrees that are really good. And I think that 
the ambiance alone in there is so cool. It's very, it feels like a, uh, an upscale restaurant. Mm -hmm. It just has it's the, not, it does, you do not get a feeling you're like in a Disney world restaurant. Yeah. And, and maybe some people would find fault in that, that, but it doesn't feel like I, not to be derogatory because there are some amazingly awesome Disney restaurants that are just, you feel like you're in a Disney restaurant and this feels like it could be anywhere. And it's just very good quality. I, I can't say enough good things about the wave. It seems to me that it's a little bit off the beaten path itself because it's kind of there in the contemporary and it's down the hall. Downstairs. I don't know, yeah, but it's, I mean, corner. it's, yeah. but I mean, technically, I mean, if you're staying at the contemporary or you're staying at any of the resorts that are close to the Magic Kingdom, you're then walking distance to the Magic Kingdom. True. If, which oh, is, yeah, I, I would say that this is a good, a good idea for someone who doesn't want to be eating somewhere that's super crowded because you can get there very easily from any other resort if you just get on the Magic Kingdom bus. Mm -hmm. um, and that was like why, that's why we chose it is because we had yeah. like fast passes the Magic, or we knew we wanted to go to the Magic Kingdom and figured, well, that's a good restaurant and we can be there in 10 minutes. Right, so, so I mean, yeah, you could totally have an, schedule an early-ish dinner there and then walk over or take the monorail to the Magic Kingdom and you can, you know, still catch parade and fireworks, so... I think this made it to our monorail bar crawl as well yes. in a previous episode. It did. We've talked about the bar area kind of extensively in some of our past episodes, but I don't want to overstate the fact that the the, the food is good. The as well. food is really good, and the dining area is awesome. And they do serve breakfast seven thirty to eleven forty-five. Uh, based on the menu, it looks like there's a breakfast buffet, and then is they it? do have entrees too, which is interesting. They have a shrimp omelet, which sounds oh. really interesting. Hmm. And sweet potato pancakes. Mm. Yeah, and I would have never sweet in a million years pancakes. thought to even look at that place for breakfast. Did so. you ever, did you mention that it is kind of a seasonal, like whatever's, whatever's fresh, they do yeah, a lot? Yeah, I think like, they do have, I mean, they have their standards, but I'm, I didn't mention this, but I think that they do tend to mix it up quite a bit. And they'll do like an off the menu special. So like the menu that you find online will be accurate, but then they may say, oh, well tonight, because it's in season, we have you know, this entree that we don't always have. And again, so. they try and do a lot of sustainable entrees and uh, market fresh, things like that. And really awesome. I like it a lot. I'm definitely open to uh, trying that at some we point. We should go there. Yeah. It's my third favorite <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and now with my third favorite restaurant. What are your What are your top two? Uh, Morimoto and La Salle. La Salle is my number one. Morimoto would be two. Um, and three, Ohana. Just kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to see Rob's face when I said that. <laughs> Some Ohana chef is listening right now, and they got so excited, no. and now they feel terrible. Listen there, to the review. There's the thing a is, people here. really do still love Ohana. I'm sure some of our listeners really like Ohana. So I wouldn't mind going back again and mm. just seeing. I would give it another. I would try. give it another, another try as well. Yeah. yeah. And we would specify food allergies, yeah. and we would go not during the fireworks. Do you think it's more crowded then? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not this trip or the next trip, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go back eventually. One day. Yeah. One day. So um, what's your what's your th yeah, third for choice? Real. For realsies, my third choice is in Disney Hollywood Studios. Oh. And it is the Sci-Fi Dining Theater. Oh, yeah, good theater. call. With Holly That Collins. was my other one. It yeah. was for that one. Because yeah. I really... For what meal? Lunch. Lunch. Okay. You got us hooked on a certain thing. There. Oh yes, oh, yeah. we can oh. fried pickles. pickles, and I found a recipe for it. Yes, 
Yeah, we've we've become uh. quite the fried pickle connoisseurs. Um, when we uh, went there, we always get the fried pickles, and they are delicious. And I think their burgers are really good. Um, and can you explain I, to the listeners uh, who yes, aren't familiar, sorry. like the catch of the sci-fi <laughs> yes, diner? Yes, the sci-fi dine-in. The sci-fi dine-in is um, a, a a restaurant in Hollywood Studios, which looks like a drive-in theater. Um, so you sit in cars. Or they do have a few just like pavilion tables in the back. It is extremely dark. Yeah. Um, and if you're in a car, you're going to be facing forward. Um, there are some cars where it's a, ta a true table and you're across. It's two across. But then there are other cars where it's you are sitting facing forward. And there could be like another party of two behind you. I know, Scott, you yeah. said that you had uh, that experience, that it was another family. Like It was a little weird. Yeah. And there's a big screen in front of you, like a like a drive-in movie theater, and they play old B sci-fi um, sci and kind horror. of horror movies, mostly black and white from... Like trailers. All the yes, trailers. trailers. Um, and, it's, and they do like the let's go out to the kitchen from, you know, any drive-in movie. Um, I really like this place. Number one is the theming for me. It's I think this place is just yeah. so cool to go in there, and they have it set up that it is like a movie set. Like even when you walk in, like it's all like the exposed like flats with like it looks like two by fours when you walk <laughs> in, and that you're going onto a movie set, um, which is like that vintage Hollywood studios that I really miss, um, and I think that's a little flavor of it. Um, the fried pickles are amazing. The I I like the the burgers are great. And did we get buffalo tenders last time? I feel like I remember getting them and they were really did good. Yeah, I feel like we split like boneless <laughs> buffalo tenders. Because you do tenders. anything buffalo. Yeah, I, I've been. Because I got the spicy buffalo popcorn chicken. And we got that. We uh, each got that, and we each got. Uh, Pickles, pickles, and they were very good. I had the like turkey. Holly and I did it the last time uh, we I were had there. The smoked turkey sandwich yeah. was really good. Yep. Oh, and it was huge. Yeah. Yeah. You really got a lot. Yeah. It, you, the portion sizes are huge there, and I would like to like order like double appetizers. I think I might have just gotten the buffalo bites the last time because I knew I didn't want to be in a food coma. We did. Yeah. We ordered double pickles. Yeah. People might poo-poo your your choice here based on the food options, but I think they're really good. I mean, they're not as, this isn't a This isn't a right, right, this is yeah. not, but I mean, I don't think anyone should be going into a themed restaurant like a, you know, a sci-fi drive-in movie theater from the 50s thinking that they're getting a five-star dining experience. But the theming is awesome. They have also, they have really good milkshakes. Yes, the shakes are amazing. They're so good. Um, and it's it's just like, I think I like it so much because there's nothing at home that I can get like <laughs> this. Like, I could always come home and have like a really good steak at a local restaurant or go to like a bigger city and find a really good like Japanese meal. But like... There's nowhere that has like this, it's specific Disney theming that I really enjoy. I think this is my mom's stated favorite restaurant. Yeah. And nice. we did, we did breakfast there the one morning. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, the Mickey waffles and all that. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, I, I think she would totally agree with you that this was her, her favorite experience. Yeah. And I think it's because Star Wars. Yeah. We did yeah. Star, Star Wars, Wars breakfast, breakfast there last year that and awesome. that was really, really yeah. fun. And they showed all, instead of B sci-fi movies, they showed Star Wars clips on the screen. Yeah. So that, and they had 
Jawas and well, when we walked in, it was Vader and uh, Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah, so, I hope they find a way to do that again. They since did they, not do it this year. No, yeah, because there's, not no, Star Wars there's weekend. no Star Wars weekends. Yeah. But they should find a way to get that back whenever they. Yeah, this. Yeah, that's a cool. This is yeah, definitely not necessarily for crazy fancy food, but <laughs> really just fun theming and yeah. relax, just a relaxed atmosphere. Um, really dark and cold in the in the Florida heat, and I feel like they can also always get you in, even if you don't have a reservation. Yes. Yeah, if you're willing to wait. Yeah, like you can just stand there, and I think I really I don't, I'm not sure if I relay this on our 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 um, when we talked about our last trip in July, but we had like a 12:30 reservation. We were both starving. I said, hey, I want. I think I went in there at like 11:30. Said, hey, we have a table. For 12.30, could we get in any earlier? And she's like, just hang out here. Here's your pager. She's like, maybe 15, 20 minutes. Literally got out, started to tell Holly this, like, how long the wait was. And the pager went off. Yeah. So, like... They really overshot it there. Yeah, yeah. I'm so safe than sorry, I, I, I think we've said that before. Just don't be afraid to go, even without a reservation. And nothing's available on the app. Don't, yeah, the don't cre- be afraid to go what's and the ask. Worst, what's especially the worst that can happen? They say no. Yeah, and especially if it's not, like, a party of... 20, probably yeah. yeah you know if it's four, two or two four, or four are like i think so they easy. could yeah that's a good choice I, I really like that too and it should be said that you're not like um foregoing food quality at the um expense of like good theming because even though it's like burgers and fries and you know spinach, spinach artichoke <laughs> dip like it's it's all really good and we've been there multiple times i think the food is really good so if you're just in the mood for burgers and a, and a milkshake and you want some awesome theming you can go no, and, it, and it's very reasonably no priced too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Gonna and we take tables. There, and, yeah. So and if you want a drink, yeah, you can yeah. have. You, they they do have drinks there. Yeah. So these are all good choices, yeah. and it should be said <laughs> that we did not discuss our choices before talking, <laughs> true. before recording this podcast. So I am so hungry right yeah, now. I know this. And I really want to go to Disney. You guys want to <laughs> get in the car and go to Disney and okay, go to bye. the sci-fi <laughs> diner? Yep. All right. Getting in the traverse. Sounds good. But yeah, but Got we will be we will be in Disney um, in less than a week. Yep. So we will be obviously posting stuff on social media, which is a good time to say follow us on social media. We are on Instagram at WDW Happy Hour, Twitter, the same thing, Facebook, WDW Happy Hour. You, I think you guys are sensing a pattern. Pinterest. And yeah, Pinterest. And yeah, and uh, follow us, like us on iTunes, rate and review us. So we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, anything else, guys? Oh, yeah, I guess we do a thing that's called Last Call. Does anyone have any Last Call items? Not that I can think of. I do. I have one. Um, it's it's spooky. <laughs> Thank God. It's spooky time. <laughs> it's October, and it's spooky now. It's spooky um, time. And spooky. Holly and I have both read this book called The Haunted Mansion Imagineering, a classic by Jason Sorrell. And it's really, really good. If you like The Haunted Mansion, I just highly recommend it. I devoured it. It was so good. It's so in-depth. Um, great history, great photos. So if that's something you can pick up and read, I highly suggest it. I think it. on Amazon. I can post a link to Amazon. Yeah. It's Yeah, yeah it's really reasonable on there. Yeah. Under yeah. 20 bucks, and it's, it's worth it. Yeah. Um, I guess going off the spooky... Um, the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. I don't know if you saw. I think they've had it in the years past. I, I definitely want to see what the cadaver. The, oh, the cadaver dance. Cadaver dance. So where it's yeah. almost like the 
the Dapper Dans, yes, but they're yeah. dead. But they, yeah, they <laughs> go sing more. Like I would spooky. definitely go check them out. That'd I definitely be... want to check them out. So. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna be taking lots of photos, and so follow us because like maybe we'll like update our Instagram story or post some videos of food review. So the the limit there there's limitless possibilities for us being down there. So we hope to bring you a lot of good costumes. new content. Oh, and you're. You can see our costumes. If you have any predictions about what we're going to be, you can throw them on the Facebook <laughs> site because I'd love to see it. Um, but yes, we would love to hear from you. So please stay connected to us. And uh, anything else? I have another quick one. Just We talked about this previously, but the Muppets Present Great Moments in American History just recently debuted at the Magic Kingdom. And on I saw on Reddit... Um, User Steve of the Jungle says, gotta, gotta give, you know, give credit here. He said his friend on Facebook described this as drunk history for families, and he agrees wholeheartedly. And that is the, like, That's a good highest endorsement for me. Because I love drunk history. Yeah, I'm, I'm, much very more much, now, actually. I'm very much looking forward to that. So, yeah. So awesome. this is a good episode, guys. Good up. Yeah, good cool. up, everyone. Yeah, it was fun. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Cling. Oh. <laughs>